Welcome to Our Condition, Our Lives, a podcast for young people, by young people, talking about arthritis and related conditions and how we live our lives. In this bonus episode of the podcast, you'll hear from a young person from Scotland, me, and a young person from England who each have a musculoskeletal condition. We've come together with the help of the Young People and Families Service at Versus Arthritis to have our voices heard and connect across the four nations. We hope you enjoy. I'm Sarah, I'm from Glasgow and I have juvenile idiopathic arthritis, which is also known as GIA. My name is Nathan. Hi Nathan. I'm from East London, I live in Newham. My condition is juvenile idiopathic arthritis, but like I think the specific stem is uh, ankylosing spongulitis. So GIA is an autoimmune disease, which means that my immune system gets confused and attacks my own cells, which causes inflammation in the lining of my joints. My arthritis mainly affects my wrist and my left SI joint, which links the pelvis to lower spine, and it causes pain and stiffness in my wrist and back, but also makes me feel very fatigued. So my white blood cells are very, very active, so they sort of attack my joints, and specifically they attack my hip and the tip, my hip joints and the tip of my tailbone when it flares up movement and just like sitting down or just any sort of position becomes very painful or because it's I think it's part of the body that you know pretty much relies on helping you with posture and stuff so when it does hit it's it's quite annoying because you know I can't really find any comfortable position to sit in I can't really like walk around because I can't so it's it's one of it's something that I've had to really find ways to manage and that's been quite stressful and very annoying at times I guess. So I struggle to write as my wrist gets too sore so I have a neoprene wrist support and use a laptop in school for subjects where there's a lot of writing like English and I also have an adapted pen which makes it less painful and it's like easier for me to grip the pen. Um, before I got arthritis I was very sporty I played rugby the triathlon enjoyed running at the moment the only sport I can do is swimming which is a bit rubbish I have to take it quite slow which can be quite frustrating and I also have to miss out on like a lot of other activities like I can't do pee at the moment so that can be quite annoying seeing other people doing stuff that I can't. Nathan when were you diagnosed with your condition? Well I mean the first sort of big prompt of me getting a diagnosis for arthritis was when I was in year eight I had woken up one morning and my hips had slanted so sort of like they were at an incline for some reason so I think that was because of the swelling in part of my hip that's caused it to move and so I was basically limping the whole day but I went into school because I thought it was I don't know why I went into school but I did so and then after that I went to the hospital and they thought that I hadn't there was like they thought it was a sports injury so they just sort of told me that I just needed to ha- have a crutch and then come back in a few weeks if it hasn't stopped so I was basically in bed for a week and then it returned a year later the same thing but this time it was really really bad and it was like on both sides of my hip like it was just constant pain and I was like in tears because it was that bad I couldn't sit down I couldn't like sleep there was like no amount of like I like taking paracetamol didn't work I couldn't take ibuprofen at the time because 
I had as like really bad asthma and that would have triggered it. And then when I went to the hospital, they gave me ibuprofen and that like sort of stopped it. And then I had like loads and loads of blood tests. And then I had to wait like six months for the blood test results to come back. And then I got told I had arthritis. But before that, in between, when I had seen uh, doctors, they were like, oh, I was pretending or, you know, I was just. I was either being bullied or abused at home for some reason or it was all like um, just making my body that painful for no reason. So it was a very, very, very um, hard process to get a final diagnosis. And then it took about a year after for them to go, oh, yeah, it, it is arthritis. So it took about five or so years from my first sort of like pain spot in year six and then when it got gradually worse, they finally went, okay, yeah, it's arthritis. So I was diagnosed on the 24th of March, 2020, which was right at the start of the pandemic. It was the first week of lockdown. So I was diagnosed over the phone. And at that point I was 13, I'm 15 now. But my back pain, it began around seven months before that. And I'd been playing rugby and afterwards I noticed my back was a bit sore and I went to run in the next day. And I remember having to stop because my back was like agony. But then after that, the back pain continued. So I went to an osteopath for a couple of months, but it didn't help. So they recommended that I went and saw the GP because it could be something a bit more serious. I got some blood tests done at the GP, but nothing showed up. But they did refer me to see a physio at the hospital. And I saw the physio at the hospital two or three times. The next time I saw a different physio. And at that point, I was starting to notice some stiffness and reduced range of motion in my wrist. And straight away, the physio referred me to rheumatology. And rheumatologists treat diseases of the joints and connective tissue. So when I saw the rheumatologist, I was diagnosed with GIA, but at this point I was only diagnosed in my wrist. But then a year after that, I was diagnosed with it in my SI joint as well. And I feel like once I saw rheumatology, it was very quick to get my wrist diagnosed. But for my back, it took a lot longer because it didn't show up on my initial MRI, which is a bit frustrating looking back now, but there's nothing really they could have done about it. Can you tell me about your first time in clinic, Sarah? So the first time I went to clinic was before I was diagnosed and that was to kind of try and figure out what was wrong with me and this was before Covid. So I was quite nervous for it but I was also glad that I was hopefully going to find out why I was getting all these symptoms. First of all I got my height and weight measured, then I met the consultant who examined all my joints and explained to me a bit about what arthritis is because that's what she suspected I had and then she booked me in for an MRI to try and find out what was going on inside me. I also got my bloods done. I was a bit nervous about my bloods, but the nurses were lovely and made me feel a lot more calm. I met loads of new people. The nurses do height and weight, the consultant, the nurses that do bloods, just seen. And there's also a lot of people around the hospital and everyone's really friendly. And I feel were lost because the first time in the hospital can be quite overwhelming. There was always people around and they would show you where to go. The first time I went to clinic, it felt quite strange. I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't know where anything was. There was a lot of like walking around trying to find places but you know if you just ask they do help and it was just a bit odd it was like hospitals are not a setting that you really if you don't have a condition you don't really ever experience it so it was a bit strange but overall I think it was a positive experience because now it led to my diagnosis which now is leading to getting treatment from arthritis and hopefully it'll start to improve soon. Yeah, yeah, I'd gone to UCLH for my first appointment and um, 
like at the time I was like how are any doctors going to help me because everyone before has said that it can't be arthritis I'm too young for it you know so but actually it was it was probably the most helpful appointment session I've ever had because like the first thing they said was that it was even though it feels even though it feels quite uncommon it's sort of very common in young people now in a way and that you know that they were going to be able to help me and guide me through the process of managing pain and uh, just seeing what medications I could be put on and stuff like that so it was a very very helpful and just sort of light at the end of the tunnel sort of feeling when I went to my first clinic appointment but yeah um, yeah I met a pediatrician who worked with uh, young people with like all various type problems with arthritis and other related conditions and with medication um, they sort of started me out on naproxen and lansoprazole so lansoprazole was what I took before taking naproxen to help give me a protective lining in my stomach because naproxen was quite strong and if I took it without I would end up getting ulcers and just bad stomach stuff but that started like not being so effective after a while so they sort of started looking at biological medicines which were like injections which I'd have to take every fortnight so about I think a year after they um put you on uh Amjavita which is uh, a, a injection I take every two weeks and that actually started and because it took so long to take effect it takes about uh, four months after the first injection to like start kicking in so that what that did was suppress my immune system so my white blood cells weren't so active and that would then stop like a lot of what which would manage like the pain and if and flare-ups but then because that took so long to take effect they put me on methotrexate which takes about I think a week or so or four four weeks or ish to like start taking effect so yeah it's a lot of injections and right now I'm just not too keen on injections anymore because now I'm starting to get quite nauseous and I'm starting to feel a bit of the side effects now so I'm going to start to try and see if they can sort of figure out something else for me to do but it's it was just medication although it's helpful it gets really really just monotonous and just terrible at times like they're just weeks so I'm like I really don't want to do injections because sometimes it really hurts and sometimes I feel really sick afterwards and it's just not great. Yeah so I'm on some well I'm on quite a lot of medications from arthritis but my main two are methotrexate and etanercept and I have both of them I take once a week by injection which my dad does at home and um, um, I had quite a big needle phobia at the start of it so I uh, spoke to the rheumatology team and they referred me to art therapy and I also went to hypnotherapy and that was a really big thing for me overcoming that and being able to do my get my medications twice a week and now I can have my two weekly injections I've had my covid my flu vaccine regular blood tests and if I need an MRI with cannula it's a lot less stressful because I've been able to like work to overcome that and that's like a big thing that had a big impact in my life but it's now having less of an impact yeah I just inject myself yeah, I, I, yeah, they get sent to me by this uh, company that like store the medic- medicine and then they send it to me when I'm either out or like in need of a top up. So, so 
I think well, they usually space out about three to two months between each appointment. And mostly it's just to talk about how I'm doing with my medication. Have I had any flare ups? Is the medication working? And then they and then because of the medication I'm taking, I have to take a blood test every month. So um, they just look at that and see if like the medications affecting my liver, because that's one of the big things that the the medication does. So they go, they have a look at my blood tests over the like months like they haven't seen me, and it's usually just a checkup to see how I've been really, and then like if needs be, they might send me in for an MRI scan to like uh, just to see how my body, well, how my uh, joints look to see if like the medication, if if like any flare-ups have happened, have the med- has the medication worked or is it not working? So it just really depends on like the how I've been so far is how the appointments go. I mean, for but the beginning time, I mean, like my parents were mostly in control of knowing when appointments were, making sure, like taking me to blood tests, remembering uh, what the doctors have said about in the appointment. But now, because, you know, I'm older now, now I've had to, I have a folder which I put all the appointments that I have to go to and um, you know it's it's still hard to um, keep organised because I'm quite busy doing school and other stuff so sometimes you might forget and I have forgotten before about appointments and I've missed them but the main thing is it's like you don't have to do it all on your own, it's less that you know you sort of share responsibility with people in your household or your caregivers you know like you tell them oh can you just remind me and I'll put it on the calendar or something like that you know you don't have to um take it all on yourself and all right today I have an appointment so I'm gonna go you know sort of thing you just keep communication going I think is a good thing and keep your letters organized so either keep them in a drawer or a folder and make sure that you're keeping on top of the appointments you do have. You know, if you do go to an appointment, I sometimes I make sure to like make notes on my phone or on a notepad just to say that oh my doctors have told me to do this or they've said this about this. So it keeps you you know in the flow of things, so you're not losing you know that communication. So now when I go to clinic, they usually do height, weight, and blood pressure. Then I'll see my rheumatology consultant. And the rheumatology physio who specialises in like exercises tailored to your condition. And sometimes there's a student doctor there as well. And then sometimes I'll see the rheumatology nurses which talk to you about the side effects, treatments, all that kind of thing. How to do the injections if you're new to that kind of thing. Usually you're seen by rheumatology every three months but it can change depending on how well your arthritis is controlled. And if you're having a flight up which is when your symptoms are getting worse. Or if you're changing treatments or something like that, you might need to go more often. I've also seen an occupational therapist who helped me manage my arthritis at school and at home so I can participate in as much as possible and keep up with the rest of the class. Depending on what's happening at clinic, sometimes I can feel nervous if it's a decision on treatment changes or something like that. And it can feel frustrating afterwards if the appointment doesn't go the way you're hoping. But overall, they are there to try and help you, make you better as much as possible. So I think it's important that you attend your clinic appointments. So taking control of my appointments to me means that I'm able to get all the answers to questions I have. I'm able to get the most out of an appointment. 
So before I go to my clinic appointments, I like to prepare by writing out specific things that I think are important to mention. And also I like to make a list of any questions I have and take it with me to clinic. And this means that I don't forget about anything and end up afterwards being like, oh, I wish I asked that. So I just like to make sure that I'm not going to miss anything out that's important. When I'm going to my clinic appointments, I usually take my dad with me because if I'm getting my blood done or I'm going for some sort of injection treatment, then I find that he's really good at helping distract me from whatever's going on and just keep me focused away from it. When I see the consultant and the physio, I like to talk and tell them how I'm feeling. But if there is anything that he thinks I've missed, he will bring it up, which I think is good just to have that there as well. Um, so transition is the process of you moving from like the paediatric ward side of things which is like the being given child care to moving to adult care which is more I guess more independence to do with your condition so you know you'll probably be going to the appointments alone more often now you'll be the one in charge of what happens with your medication you know people will be contacting you from now on instead of your parents so you know I think the main thing is it's now just you know there's more responsibility and independence now in your hospital life I guess. I have not discussed transition at all because see when I've been my arthritis is not under control yet. I mean it's a bit scary because I know that it's quite different to the what I get now because a lot of it is now going to be me taking a lot of the lot of the uh, responsibility uh, so well I missed that appointment on the transition process that will happen in January so I know not at the moment it's it's a bit daunting but I know that like they're not going to go okay you know Nathan's in the adult stuff now so just give all the letters to him forget about the parents just they're going to hopefully help, help out ease me in and then see where I go from there but it is a bit scary at the moment though I won't lie. Nathan have you used the tracker app? I have yes I think it's a very useful tool because it does record what you say at, so like you know I mean what you say at the end of every day or if you do it at the end of every week it tracks it which was I guess helps with the name so um yeah so like when you go to appointments and they ask oh how have you been this month you don't have to like sit there and think about all the times you've had a flare up you can just take the tracker out and go oh this day was not great but I wasn't in this much pain but that day I was like in really bad pain and this was because of this so you know it's you can say where you had your pain why you had it how bad it hurt and it just really helps you and your doctor to sort of see where you're at sort of thing. Personally, I find the app very useful as it means I can look back and see a summary of how I was feeling over an extended period of time, which I can't remember how I was feeling six months ago. But if I'm able to look at the app, it's all colour coded so I can easily tell what was more positive, what was more negative, what was a bit meh. And it also has some really useful links to the Versus Arthritis website, which gives you more information about things like living with GIA, school and exams. And also it has other young people's stories, which are really good to read. And it kind of shows you that, you know, there's more beyond where you are just now and how the kind of journey you can take and how, you know, things will improve. They just need to find the right treatment, things like that.
So I was part of a group of young people that helped make suggestions about the tracker app and how it can be improved. It was quite cool, you know, I, and like I got to see some of the stuff that I suggested like actually go in it. So it's like something really small, right? But it used to just be like you you could select from like this drop down menu for your pain, like where it was. And it was like ribs or something like that. I was like, we should have it so you can pick left rib or right rib because sometimes it gets really random pain in my left rib. But you know what I mean? It's like things like that that are able to like make it more specific. So, Sarah, do you have any final tips? My tips would be think about what you want to discuss before clinic and write important things down. Take the list with you or take a photo if you're likely to forget or lose it. Don't be afraid to ask questions about your treatment or condition. They're there to help and they want you to know as much as possible. It's easier for them if you know what's going on and it's much better for you as well. You feel a lot more reassured. And you should never feel, there's like no stupid questions, even if you think it's a stupid question, is not, it's just better to ask. Another thing is, tell the doctors and nurses how you're feeling. If you're anxious about starting new treatment, tell them and they can help reassure you. I got referred to art therapy through the rheumatology clinic and I found that really, really helpful. So through clinic, I met a versus arthritis support manager um, for young people. And since then, I've done a lot of things with versus arthritis including a graffiti art workshop, which was really, really cool. And I've also been on a weekend away with other young people with GIA or other rheumatological conditions. And I've made some really, really close friends through Versed Arthritis. And it's been great to be able to talk to other young people with similar conditions that have been through similar things. And it's also really useful to share advice because there might be something that they do that can help you as well and vice versa. So yeah. I found that really, really helpful and that's had a big impact on me, being able to meet other people, talk to other people and it like shows you that you're not alone because before I did not know anyone else with GIA but now I know quite a few people and I've become really close with them so it's really, really nice. Do you have any tips for other young people? I think don't ever feel like you can't speak up in appointment because that appointment is about you. And it does feel scary to talk to adults about your condition, but they are there to help you. So if they're talking about something and you have no clue what's going on, always ask. And if you feel like you disagree with something, like you don't want to go on this type of medication, always raise it because they won't just say, no, shut up and take it. They will they will figure out ways to manoeuvre around or explain to you that this is probably the best option and that for a while now if you don't feel like it's working you know just try it out and if it doesn't we'll look at something else so just always keep talking to your doctor never keep quiet thanks for listening arthritis tracker is available for free on android or ios just search for arthritis tracker where you normally download apps and you will find it there for free. If you want to find out more about Versus Arthritis and hear more about the Tracker app, visit versusarthritis.org and search Tracker app. Support for young people is available in all four nations. Get in touch. We also suggest speaking to your doctor if you have any concerns and before you try anything we have suggested. Don't forget to rate and subscribe.